Well, I'm here. What are your other two wishes? That's it. Not good. <laughs> I just one day these one of these is going to be good. It would have worked on me. I thought that was really good. I'll oh well, about it. you you would. Welcome to the Just Not That Into You podcast. I'm Joe. I'm here with Bridget. Hi, Bridget. As Yes. Uh, and this is the podcast about bad date stories. And here with a story for us this week is Harris. Harris describes himself as a child with the personality of a frat boy stuck in the body of an overweight dad. 100%. Some have asked him straight up, how did you get married? And his answer typically runs the sargonic gamut of luck, skill, and who the hell knows. Mm-hmm. He's been through a f- few dating ringers, some of his own making, and has definitely been on the other side of that as well. Somehow, through it all, he's managed to get married, our first on the show, and has a couple of cute little kids. I can vouch for that. They're adorable. Yeah. With heartbreaking futures of their own. Hopefully not. <laughs> We're happy to have him here to share some of his more absurd failures and speak to some version of what we might call wisdom to all of us who remain in earthly purgatory, better known as dating. Harris, welcome to the show. Welcome, hey, Harris. Guys. Thanks Real for quick, Harris. Me. I, I want to interrupt a small correction to your bio. It's not so much that I want to say, like, how did you get married? But I want to know, like, how did you get married to someone like Claire? <laughs> like, who's amazing <laughs> in every way. So that's the only correction I'd make to your bio. Otherwise, I think it is spot How did on. you hoodwink Claire into <laughs> marrying trick her? you? Uh, you know, it was, it was actually kind of a, uh, it's a little sickening when I think about it. But it was a little bit like almost high school musical-ish, you know? Um, I was in I was the, the, the guy from the, the guy teacher from the boys' school and she was the girl teacher from the girls' school and we're putting on like a joint school show, right? And like like three months before I even asked her out on a date, the the, uh, the kids had already shipped us. Right. We were already we were already hashtag Claris long before we even knew it. And, uh, you know, just, um, you know, working with kids, building something together, all that, you know, blah, 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 crap. And uh, here I am married with two children. So, <laughs> Harris, this story isn't about happy endings. This story is about bad dates. It's I keep true. saying story. It's a podcast. I don't know what I'm doing. So I was in like like a, like a, a teen group thing and there was this one girl and, and I liked her and I was like pretty sure that she liked me. And you know this, these like you know adolescent hangout things happen like once a month or something like that so for like four months i you know would sit next to her and i'd like talk to her the whole time and she'd let me talk to her the whole time and like we were always on each other's team for different things and so like i probably could have gotten the hint a lot earlier on and i didn't uh, I mean, if a girl lets you talk to her, I mean, that's how you know. I don't know what else you needed. Right? I don't, yeah, I don't know what I was I thinking. mean, Lettuce Harris talking to you is like a big, it's a big ask. So <laughs> definitely really interested. Agreed. <laughs> Thanks. So anyways, uh, she got a car and I was still waiting to get picked up by my mom, I think. Cool. And uh, I was, we were like hanging out in the parking lot and she said she really had to go. And... I thought it'd be funny to like jump in her car, like the passenger seat and um, like, ask, like ask her out, like in the car and like kind of away from everybody. In front of her mom? No, no, no. no I was waiting for my mom. She had a car. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So she uh, said a reversal of normal power dynamics. Exactly. How very progressive. Sexy. I know. I know. I know. And uh, so she gets, she like says she has to go. Like, she, you know, she'd hung out and we'd, you know, been talking, whatever. She said she has to go. She goes into her car. I like jump into the passenger seat and she goes, Harris, come on, like get out of the car. I gotta go. And I was like, no, no, no. It's like, it's cool. It's fine. We're just going to hang out. And she was like, no, 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 Harris, I really got to go. But then she's like, she finally like was like in it for the long haul, whatever that meant, uh, that I was just going to like stay in the car as long as I was going to stay in the car for. And my plan going into the car was to ask her out. And I, <laughs> Spent like 20 minutes in that car trying to 
like get the gumption to ask this girl out and I couldn't do it. Aww. I mean, this poor girl just really has to go to the bathroom and Harris is not giving her any privacy. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, shit. Wait. So, but also that oh, question. That, that was a joke. That she like had to go. Like she had, I wondered. I was like, I don't think Harris ever mentioned the girl had to use the restroom. I hadn't. I hadn't. I, that's oh. it's still up in the air. It's not necessarily you know not it's, a part of the story. It's strongly inferred. <laughs> that's right. Strong. <laughs> I mean, she she said she really had to go. I don't know what else we're supposed to infer from that. So, anyway, so then after like twenty minutes of me sitting in her car and making her late for whatever, I don't end up asking her out, and I sort of like, <laughs> I sort of like, like shamefully like crawled out of her car, <laughs> and went back to like the stairs to sit and text my mom to pick me up. So that was kind of sad, mm-hmm. but I wasn't done yet. Uh, I was just like so torn up about the whole the way the whole thing had gone that a couple hours later it's like i don't know 10 o'clock at night 11 o'clock at night i start texting her and i i asked her out on a date for a first date over text hey you remember me harris the guy who made you late <laughs> earlier today harris? please would you like to spend more time with me presumably being late for something yeah and you know what to her credit she said yes. I have no idea why, but she said she said yes. Mm. And so, to her credit, as though she had made some sort of wise decision. Yeah. Um, no, Great not decision. wise. She charitable. said yes. Charitable. Very generous. Very generous. Generous and charitable. A woman of virtue. That's right. <laughs> so she uh, she says yes, and we decide we're going to go see a movie on Saturday night, and that we're going to get dinner beforehand. And Saturday too after- long for a first date. That's too much. Yeah, it's true. I know I've listened to your other podcasts. Um, one hour tops. I don't know what I was thinking. And uh, I, it gets to be like four o'clock um, on Saturday, and it occurs to me that I have absolutely no idea what time we're supposed to meet up. Oh, Harris. <laughs> you like did you pick a movie time or anything? No. <laughs> did you pick a movie? We did. It what was movie? a bad movie. What movie? We picked <laughs> Borat. Oh no, you didn't. Wait, did you go out with my sister? Was this my sister Erin? Because she went to see it Borat on a date. <laughs> Listen, she went to see Borat on a date and had to leave the theater because she was so grossed out. Well, okay, so maybe it would have been better off if we had left earlier. I don't know. But mm. we stayed to the end of that one. And, oh, um, yeah. Boy. But that's, a, that, that's not even that important of a story. I texted her, and she uh, didn't text back. And I <laughs> – this is so bad. I, uh, I actually knew where she went to church, and – I went to the same church, but we didn't go at the same times. But I knew what time she went, and it was always on Saturday evenings. And so I actually showed up at that church just before the service ended so that it would sort of look like that I had just happened to go at the same time as she had. Okay. Uh, And then casually run into her as people were leaving. And just say, hey, girl, what uh, – I know girl. we're not using names. I, I didn't come up with anything clever, so I just gave her the, the eponymous girl. Um, That's fine. Girl, uh, you girl. Know, what, time, what time do you want to go get dinner? And she looked at me like I had 40 heads and like kind of like stalled, had maybe a mini seizure. I'm not sure. And said, uh, I actually can't do dinner anymore. Um, I'll just meet you at the theater for the movie. And I was like, yeah, there's one at 730. And she said, okay. So then I didn't even pick her up. And we didn't go to dinner. And we met before the movie. And she said, like, I said, like, maybe we can go get ice cream afterwards since we couldn't do dinner. And she goes, yeah, we'll probably do that. 
and then we go in. Wait, and- did she actually say we'll probably do that? Uh, it was something like that. You know, I was trying to be like hopeful in the Joe time. Like, definitely retrospectively, I look look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, the fact that she even showed up at all is nothing short of a miracle. Um, <laughs> and we sat through the whole movie. And then at the end of the movie, she said, actually, I have to go do a thing with my sister. And I said, oh, I, I thought that she's like, yeah, sorry. It was like kind of a, a sudden thing. And she literally ran out of the movie theater. Oh. Can I ask a question, Harris? Did your mom drive you to the movie theater? No, 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 no. Okay. I was able to borrow from that. Oh, evening. thank God. Because I was wondering maybe that's what happened. But no, that no. was uh, that was that was that was my bad date. And it wasn't because yeah. she was really bad, although I do have some of those, but it was just because that was my like, you know, one of my first times really like giving it a Give it the old college try, but you know the I, old high I, school try. No, Wait, that's why like was she so ass. creeped out, or what was she, why was she so anti? If she'd said yes, like presumably, uh, I actually did have a little bit of a debrief with her, like a couple weeks later. Oh, good for you! <laughs> Tell us everything. <laughs> and she, I mean, the thing was, she had been into me, and she had wanted me to ask her out, and so like, well, there's a red flag. <laughs> thanks. So when I, uh, like, was trying to ask her out, she, like, figured I was trying to ask her out in the car. And then she said yes to me over the text message because she felt bad for me. Um, Because she was interested, but she was like, but I feel bad. Like, I like him. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, he obviously had an issue. I'll give him another chance. And then, like, meeting her at, like, church and, like, finding her at her, like, place of worship to turn her down for date time was, like, too much for her to handle. <laughs> she just wait. She did just she know, like it didn't work? Like she knew that you were there to see her. You there was no like subtlety. Uh, about it? You know, I think in my head I played it off real cool, but I'm sure I was like over the top obvious. Sorry. So you mentioned texting her. Did your yeah. phone have a call function? One hundred percent. Yeah, I didn't even have a minutes limit. I could have totally called her. At any point, before she went to church, after she went to church, literally whenever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, this is just a bad a bad move on my part in like 18 different ways. It was young and dumb. It, my it, hurts, it hurts my fingers. Yeah, I know. And I've heard this story, and it still <laughs> hurts my fingers. It's painful. Oh, it's honestly God. very refreshing that as high school students, though, you got like an honest debrief. So that that's my that's my comment on your story. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have seen Borat. No. I mean he'd spent he spent it's five nice. months talking to her and she had let him talk to her. So I, I mean I think he was owed a debrief at that point. I will say, um in the in the you know in the past, but in the future from that point in my dating life, I actually had a, a summer where uh, I wasn't really dating for any other reason than just to go on dates with random people. Uh, and I saw the movie Wally four times. Oh, great good. date movie. I've never I've seen it. I've never once. seen it all the way through. <laughs> and actually my Claire, my my wife, hates that movie. Okay. <laughs> Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a Wally viewing party, podcast viewing party. We'll invite everyone to watch. Joe will finish it. I'll watch it for the first time. We'll make Claire suffer through it. You can show it to your kids and we can like <laughs> kind of like re it'll be like a rejuvenation sort of a, a rebirth of this movie for you and your family, a fresh start. Um, no longer. So we can give it a rating on how good of a date dates. movie it actually is. Is it a good date movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, it's just it's simple. It you, you don't have to invest yourself really hardly at all in that movie. And yeah. it's about the love of two little robots just trying to take care of simple little fat humans. And, um, you know, it's it's got an environmentalist streak in it, which is always nice for, for oh, conversation I love afterwards. It. And um, <laughs> Exactly. You get their Big stance hit. on Big global hit. warming or not. Can I just say this reawaken a memory for me, if I can briefly share. Um, I've only ever seen gone to the movies once on a date, I think. And 
I went to see it with this okay. guy back in college, and it was some kind of exorcism movie. Like, it was a scary movie. And, like, I actually, I think I said it in the last podcast, Yikes. like, I like being scared. I don't mind scary movies at all. But I still, like, I'm human. So if there's a jump scare, like, I react. And the guy next to me was just, <laughs> like, he kept saying these, like, oh, my gosh, I was so annoyed with him. He was, like, oh, every time I would jump. And I'm, like, I'm not scared. I'm just <laughs> reacting to a jump scare. But the thing is, this movie was just, like, why? I'm cast- I'm scared. No, but I mean, like, is someone, like, jumps out from a closet and like that you're like oh you react you're a normal human being it's like it's like a good thing to react to things yeah because you're scared but no i was because surprised. you're scared because you're afraid because the lizard shocked. brain thinks oh there's a wolf jumping sure out me. that's fair i would say that i was <laughs> I I had werewolves? A- yeah maybe but can I say, be- in between those jump scare moments, it wasn't like I was sitting there being like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Ah, this movie's terrifying. And to get these patronizing little like, oh, every time I moved was like such a turnoff. But also- like a little puppy dog or something like no, that. No, seriously. And I was Did like, all right. Did he jump at all during the jump scare? I don't know. I think he was so busy watching me. It was like, ugh. But again, if men are interested in me, I'm just like, ugh, pathetic. But- Aww. Um, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Got any on other the other side, oh. there was one time I had a date. I had a, it was my it was the one blind date that I had, and this is where my shallowness really shone through. Oh, um, she was she like a, blind, and you're like, I can't handle it. No, she had a big gap between her teeth. Oh, and, oh wait, we've got another teeth person. What's it yeah. with all of you people and teeth? I don't know, but like she was talking and everything was fine, and I was like peering through the gap in her front teeth and i know Seeing there's nothing like wrong with that yeah and i like couldn't stop looking at it like the entire date and i felt really felt really bad about it because i like didn't get to know her at all i don't remember anything that she said and then afterwards i think she said that like she was interested in going out again i was like how i, <laughs> I, I didn't like, engage I didn't, with you at all <laughs> i couldn't stop looking at the gap the channel between your two teeth <laughs> You have to mind the gap, so. Oh, that's that's right. a good one. Um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, I mean the thing is, there are some people who can like really pull it off. There's a lot of like models who have the gap in their teeth, but I get it. I guess it'd be distracting. Like, did your parents did they not afford braces? There's no kind of dowry I could expect from you. <laughs> well, I- <laughs> oh, we're back on dowries. <laughs> Why not? Why not keep tying these things in? <laughs> You don't need to like. You don't need to have that like clothes, right? Isn't that just a cosmetic thing? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Actually, it's not like wired orthodontia. I guess it would. I think it would be covered under a lot of uh, plants. If it's if it's crowding up other teeth, then maybe. But no, gaps in your teeth aren't a problem actually because you can clean it out and get the bacteria out. This is a dentist podcast. One Bridget refuses to have this podcast be anything. It's always got to be something that's not what it's actually. Nine about. out of ten dentists <laughs> recommend this podcast. Have you guys found that dental hygiene is something that matters on dates? I think so. If a guy's bad teeth, it's such a. Ugh. I don't think you'd have perfectly straight white teeth. I mean, a lot of people have many different reasons <laughs> as to why you don't have perfectly straight white teeth. But like. You gotta it's brush unnatural your... to have perfectly straight white teeth. Yeah, that's and most not, teeth aren't unusual. naturally white either. So I would say that it's not like, but if you see like cavities and like rotting teeth and bad breath, like obviously that's bad news. That's fair, I think. Harris, I, well, any opinions on bad I teeth? Think remember. <laughs> uh, I, I, I actually like. I'm not sure that I've ever really, other than like you know the the the, the gap that was staring me in the face mm-hmm. for an hour and a half date. Again, not, not bad sure teeth, that, just a particular type of teeth that Harris does not like. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure that I've ever really. I'm not sure that I've ever really considered anybody else's teeth ever. Like I don't think I have any recollection of anyone else's teeth. Good. Did you consider going and buying jeans at the Gap? Ooh, good question. <laughs> One of these jokes is going to land eventually. I'm going to keep going with it. 
Yeah, edit, but just edit out the bad ones, please. People will turn this off. No, no, no. no, no they need to know how hard it was. They need to see the sausage being made. Ew. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Um, okay. I think that we can easily move on, Harris, to another date story because you said before we started recording that you had vignettes to offer us. Like one time, I I spent my summer, my, sorry, my winter jobs wages. Uh, flying to see some girl in Spain oh. uh, and didn't tell anybody. I flew to see her. She was, out, it was over my spring break. I told my parents I was going to the beach and uh, she posted pictures of us on the Mediterranean after while Paris, I was on the you flew back. internationally and didn't tell anyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? A girl couldn't do that. Have you seen the movie Taken with Liam Neeson? Girl couldn't I do have. That. I have. I, I think I saw the first two. I never saw the third one, though. My There's favorite a, documentaries. Uh, <laughs> There's a third favorite one? Favorite documentary. Date oh night movie, gosh. the third taken There's... film. <laughs> Date night. There was uh, another time where I drove 11 hours to start a long-distance relationship with a girl that not only did we not go to the same college, and those colleges were 11 hours apart, but our homes were 11 hours apart. But I drove there on Valentine's Day just in time to miss the Valentine's Day dance that she had hoped I would get to. What a waste. Um, (sighs) (laughs) Joe, that little pathetic sound you've started making and recording on this podcast is something else. (laughs) There was another time. There's another time where I visited a girl in college who like I had been like kind of in and out of interest with, like I was interested in her for a while, but mm-hmm. she would like date somebody and then break up with them and then like be interested in me, but we would just be friends. And then like finally she broke up with somebody and then invited me as her date to like this sorority thing. Ooh. And I drove up there and like bought her like a sweatshirt of my college and I was going to take her to a football game and we were going to do all these things. And like, the last night that I was visiting her, she told me, she was like, yeah, I was just like thinking about how we like would be serious if we like, you know, moved on from here and it'd be like a real thing. But I'm realizing that I'm kind of just not over the last person I dated. So Aww. I can't do it. So like, there's like a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of like just time and again attempts to make like this like huge, huge like move. To, to show, you know, my my affection and interest in somebody. Yeah. And it's uh, been infrequently met with uh, <laughs> an, an equal response, but usually opposite. That's so fascinating. I don't know girls who put on, like, big gestures for guys. And I think yeah. it's based in the theory that men tend to know by, like, the third date or whatever if they're in love with a girl or not. I don't know if it's true. But I wonder, like, sure. if that's I probably why, like, guys are like, I'm going to make a big gesture because I know how I feel about this person. Where girls are like, eh, I'm not there yet. And so maybe it freaks him out. I don't know. <laughs> or I'm thinking for myself. I get freaked out real easily. So maybe. I always assume that it's because for, like, a guy, like, it's, like, I don't know. Like, you you have to convince the girl to like you mm-hmm. more than the girls, like, picking amongst, like, all these like possibilities. And I know that this isn't like always reality for everyone, but I feel like that's like the general mentality of like, you know, the guy is like pursuing the girl yeah, and then, you know, demonstrating his love for her. Um, I think there are definitely like periods of relationships up and through marriage where it's like staggered because the guy typically makes his decisions before the girl. I don't know if it's like the third date, Right, but like a guy's yeah, like, I'm like interested in the girl. Uh, it's like I'm gonna, I'm interested in this girl, so I'm gonna ask her out on a date. And the girl's like, he just asked me out on a date. Maybe I've considered whether or not I was interested in him, but I, I don't know. So I'm gonna like spend the first date deciding whether or not I'm interested in him. Yeah, and you know what I mean. And like that sounds right. And then he yeah. asks her to marry him, right? And then there's like a moment after that where she has to figure out like. She has to respond to that. So there's always like a, there's always like a first mover in a relationship and then a yeah. responder in a relationship. Actually, yeah, but- oh, I have a question. 
And we can edit this out if you're not comfortable talking about it. But did you ask, like, did you and Claire talk about getting married before you proposed? Or did the proposal come from, (laughs) like, kind of out of nowhere? Because I hear a lot of different things. I have a funny story about that. I just met you, and this is crazy, but my name's Harris. Marry me? I don't like it. That almost worked. Uh, (laughs) Actually, I have a funny story about this. Um, So, like, Claire and I had broached the topic that marriage could be something in our future. That, like, we were both interested in that as a future, right? But that was pretty much where it was left, right? And I was under the impression that... I like, all right, you know, she's, she's told, she told me she's interested and I said that I'm interested. So like, it's on me. I got to figure out how to put this all together. Right. Okay. Well, I went to uh, a birthday party for a friend and, um, it was actually like a nice little, a nice little cadre of bros. And then this one girl who like was friends with this guy, but had been out of town for like months showed up. And it didn't like totally spoil the part of the guy night, but it was def- like definitely the dynamic change and all of the conversation revolved around what she had to say, which was that she was getting married. She wasn't engaged yet, but she had like, she knew like when her boyfriend was going to talk to her dad and she like knew when oh. like he was going to buy the ring because she'd already told him the specs that she was interested in and like all this stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And she said, I listen, I'm an adult woman. I know what I want and I want to make sure that it happens. And you know, he doesn't have to figure it out all by himself. And I was yeah. like, Oh man, I guess that's like one way to think about it. And so all of a sudden I got super freaked out and I was like, did I, did I do this all wrong? Have I like undermined my, 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 uh, hopefully future wife's ability to be like an adult woman in this relationship and take Aww. part fully. And so like a couple of days later, on on like just a drive i don't know it was just like a we were just in the car at the same time i just said hey so uh you know if i was doing things to move our like relationship in you know a furthering direction yes uh like do you do you want to know about that yes <laughs> That's fine. I mean, it's, so, it's so subtle, you know. There's nothing. <laughs> she no way know, she can really I, know. There's what you're no way she about. didn't know what you were referring to. Right. Uh, <laughs> and she she actually like sat there for like a few seconds and was like, "No, I don't need to know." And I was like, "Okay, okay, cool." <laughs> Covered my bases just to you know, make sure that we we were cool on that. <laughs> oh, that's nice though. That's. Yeah. No, I mean, fortunately, Harris had already, like, measured her ring size on the second date. So he was, like, ready to go. He had all the information he needed. <laughs> yeah. Now, maybe this I is I was a... close. I was close. I had many things figured out. Mm. <laughs> maybe this is a good segue. Go ahead, Bridget. Into the next talking point. Sure. Um, as someone who is married sure. successfully, you probably <laughs> have a lot more, like, wisdom to offer. And I know that, and you can, you can really, no, I mean, you could specify what this is, but there was something you inferred in our like pre-planning of this episode that you were going to kind of, um, how was this worded? Sure. I pulled this up. Um, yeah. Joe, Joe and I have talked about it before. How to be happier um, and less anxious. I, I guess I, yeah, yeah. That's so like, I don't know if you could tell, but I was sort of an anxious mess. Um, and you know, in one way or another through, through many of my different dating stories. Um, and, uh, I discerned (laughs) through all of these experiences, maybe some things to think about and consider. I would preface this with saying that nothing that I have to say covers all bases, right? Like this may not, this may not have, you know, affect you at all, right? Like if you were super secure and, you get two weeks into dating somebody and you've dated them one time or you've met them on the street mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm going to marry that person. Love it. More power to you. Amen. But if you are of like the group of people who are like questioning Normal. whether there's interest <laughs> on the other <laughs> side and whether it's appropriate time for you to like, like say something or you've been dating for a little while and you're just like, 
listen, do I avoid talking about progressing in this relationship at all costs because I just want to be in the relationship and not inundated with DTR, you know, conversations? Or are you the person who constantly wants to DTR the relationship because you want to know where it's going and like, does the other person feel the same way you're feeling? And are you guys on the same page? And there's like many different ways in which you can express the different ways you can be anxious or avoidant about your relationships. So I have a couple helpful ways, I think, these guidelines, suggestions, whatever, that can help like order your emotional investment and psychological taxation. Um, and like my first like little motto, and Joe's, Joe's heard this before, like don't plan further in advance than half the amount of time you've been dating. So like if you've been dating for two if you've been dating for two weeks, plan one week ahead. Okay. So you're not you're not inviting this person to a wedding a year from now. Right. Unless you've been dating for two years. Yeah. If you've been I... dating for two years, you can feel pretty confident about your place in that relationship. Right. That's fair. Okay, there there I would say the confidence thing is correct, but if I was dating someone for like six months and I knew that um like if a friend just got married, I would probably talk to the person I've been dating for six months being like, oh, sure. well, you'll be my wedding date. But I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. So. I mean, if the, hmm. if the it's like they just got engaged and the wedding's in like nine months, like you might want to hold off on that conversation. It's Maybe. just like a just it's just a suggestion because a lot of it de- a lot of it depends on how you, like where you think you are in the relationship. And okay. that, that comes like my second point. It's like my first like general rule of thumb, don't plan anything with your boyfriend or girlfriend further in advance than half the amount of time you've been dating. It's just okay. a rule of thumb, right? Okay. Whatever. So the the second thing then that I, I would say is sort of like a – I would call it like a pace of play. Um, like, like how fast you want to go about thinking about what you're doing. And like ultimately the goal – is to know, I would say with like 90% certainty, whether or not you want to marry somebody after six months. That's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. It is bold. But, you know, as adults, like you're living your lives and you're and you like you're building different things, building careers, building relationships, making friends, going places, building lives again. Like there's a lot of stuff that happens pretty quickly. And like six months, if you're really engaged in a relationship with somebody, like I think is more than enough time to really figure it out. Now, there's nothing to say that at six months, you're 90% certain you want to marry this person and you have to get engaged right then. Like that's not necessarily the deal. You know, maybe there are things that need to be worked out, ducks to put in a row, you know, whatever. That can be the case. But the the goal is actually to like – make your time with a person better and avoid being with a person longer than you should and right. not being an anxious wreck the entire time. Mm. Oh, but that's okay. my favorite place to be. <laughs> right. So that's the ultimate goal thing. is it's, it's, it's my vibe, if you will. Yeah. No, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely the case. <laughs> I've spoken with you and been friends with you long enough to know that. Uh, (laughs) Besties. um, But yeah, like like nobody should spend longer than six months in a relationship with anybody that they're not going to marry. That's fair. I think that's fair. You're wasting someone's time. Right. And your own. Yeah. Right. And But but aren't there situations where – well, let's let's get through the whole thing and then we'll talk about it. So – all the 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 pace of play, and like I said, it's a guideline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cue the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Edit Pirates of the Caribbean guidelines. in at that point. <laughs> Harris, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like if you've yeah. been dating someone for six months and you don't see it going to marriage, but you know the other person wants to be married someday, cut them loose. Yeah, It'll suck. But you cannot t- like t- like string someone along just because like you don't want to be lonely. Or you don't want to be single, right? Like, that's not fair to either of you, right? And and this and but like people stay in those relationships way longer than six months all the time. But the goal of the goal of my six month p- 
period of time, suggestion, whatever, is just to try to mitigate the the the, the terror of that a little bit, right? To try to figure out a way to make sure that both people can both just be in the relationship for periods of time and make sure they have time to figure out what like where they are in that relationship as well right so just like to start at the beginning the first date the only reason to go on the first date is to figure out whether or not you want to go on a second date mm. I love right? this I know, like, I know when you guys talked to Mim last week Mim was just like minimum two eight, two dates out of charity fine you can do that not a big deal but the idea is just like don't put too much pressure on the first date. Just decide whether or not you want to go hang out with that person a second time. That's all you're trying to figure out. Do you like them enough to hang out with them one-on-one? And You know, if you're the guy, pay for their meal. And if you're the yeah, girl, yeah. listen to him talk for a second time. <laughs> that tells you a lot about Harris's dates. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, then the second How much date money is will I pay for this woman to listen to me? <laughs> If I look back in my history of dates, too much money. It's too just looking money. at everything like an escort service, basically. <laughs> oh, man. I'm paying for company. I'll buy your food. And if you listen to me talk about anxiety, I don't know. <laughs> what are your interests, Harris? What do you talk about? Wally. I've yes, that's right. Wally. I have Mostly a lot of Mostly UVA basketball. That's why it's so tough. Oh, gosh. So the Good. second date is is much like the first like sure there might be some thoughts in your head about like is it worth it to go past that but i would still suggest that like the goal of the second date is to commit to a third date right and then is is to whether or not you're interested in a third date and the third date is a little bit more there's a little bit more going on there right Mm -hmm. the third date you're going in you go into the third date with the question like am i willing to spend like the next six weeks seeing this person regularly mm-hmm. to try and figure this out. Six weeks, right? So first date, just thinking about date two. Sure. Second date, just thinking about date three. Date three, you're thinking about the next six weeks. And you're okay. thinking exclusively. The first three dates, you're not. You're assuming not exclusively. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Six weeks, we're thinking exclusively. Yeah. And that's and a DTR. So- that's when you DTR. Right. Third date, like, I'm interested enough in you that I'd like to be, like, exclusive, right? Mm -hmm. And that's – and you don't even necessarily have to do it right then, right? But, like, that's kind of the way, like, you're thinking. Like, because the idea is at at the end of that six weeks, you're going to stop, right? You're going to stop on your own, on your own. Like, not, like, tell the other person, hey, it's been six weeks. I need to pause in our relationship. (laughs) No, you don't – it's not like that. It's just you're going to commit to – six weeks of unless there's anything like really egregious you're gonna like just take it as it comes you're not you're gonna try to avoid like judging the relationship judging whether or not you want to keep going on with this person anything like that just like actually just give them six weeks of like so a, a, a slightly larger bit of discernment right and and then after six weeks you know take some time to yourself take a day have like a have like a selfie day, you know. Go have a treat yourself day. Yeah, go on, yeah. go on a retreat or something, whatever. And like, consider like, all right, I've been like, you know, if, if you did the three dates and you've gone on the six weeks, like, you have like a decent amount of information, right? Like, mm-hmm. now you're thinking about like, um, and am I am I willing to really go like uh, like almost odd infinitum at that point right mm-hmm. like am i really to like just sort of date this person going forward without really thinking about it and or am i not really interested in that you know can i see a marriage thing in, as a possibility okay. is it possible you don't have to you don't have to define that just yet if you don't want to like i said some people be like i'm gonna marry this person fine do that if you want it but most people aren't like that sure uh I would say like at six weeks, you might be thinking about it like, yeah, I've had some daydreams about what a family would look like with this person. I can like see this going forward or actually I haven't really been thinking about it. They're fun to hang out with, but I don't think I'm ever going to marry him. Whoa, get the heck out of there. Yeah. You've only you've only committed like eight weeks of time with them. 
you haven't planned farther in the future than half the time you've been dating. Mm-hmm. So you Why know not? what? Nobody's nobody's overly invested in the relationship. Yeah, you got to know suck, the person. But you'll get over. Yeah, it but if but if you haven't like you know torn anybody's heart open or like already said like yeah I'm super interested in like a long loving relationship with you or like whatever the way like some people do or they lead somebody on to think that they're more interested than they are right if you like you know have a good almost like a discipline about it right like if you are like ordered in how you're doing things like not only do you protect yourself but you also protect the other person so after like eight weeks of just going out like you've gotten to know that person you've had some nice times you get Mm -hmm. the end of eight weeks and say like hey this was great you know i don't know if I really like you. I just don't know if we're going to get married and I think I'd like to move on. And the other person might be like, that stinks. I was kind of thinking you could be good for that. But if it's not going to happen, then might as well get out now. And like, I mean, just, yeah, go ahead. One time a girl broke up with me by saying that she didn't think I'd ever make a good husband or father. Oh, Uh, it was like a hurtful. I remember that story. It's kind of a hurtful way to say that. I don't think it's there to be that on the nose about it. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was Joe, harsh. It ruined a I, bench for me at William Mary. I can't. I can't go sit on that bench ever. I think. I think Joe that the at minimum you'd make like a good like dog dad. So like I think you'd be. Oh, I'm I'm strict ladies. with dogs. I, I am not. Be a fine husband and father. Um, listen, hey, I've never been on more than three dates with any guy, so I've never done the six month the six week thing. I tend to figure out by the third date. <laughs> no, not girls. <laughs> um, Sorry, you tend to figure out or they tend to figure out? No, I, I, there have been, there have been some dates I've gone on with guys. Well, actually, yeah, there have been some dates where like things like literally like fizzle out, maybe even borderline ghosting, where we just don't. It's like, okay, it's obvious this is like over. We're not doing anything. But there, most of the time, I'm the one being like, hey, thanks, not feeling it. Sometimes they write back in agreement with me, which is great because I don't think you have to, like, sometimes you're getting to know someone, you're like, this person's not terrible. It's not like they suck, but I don't feel a romantic vibe with them. And that's okay. It, you don't have to. Um, so I really appreciate those conversations. But yeah, three dates. One time, one guy was, I messaged him and I was like, hey, yeah, not feeling it at all. And I actually couldn't, the last, I won't. I don't want to hurt this guy's feeling. I don't think he'd ever listen to this podcast, but I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm sitting here on this date again. But the other guy, we had had like probably two of my, two of my like favorite dates I'd been on, even though I didn't really feel like a chemistry with him that way. Like he was, they were fun. They mostly revolved around food. There was donuts and pie. So honestly, fabulous dates. Third date though. I think it's one of my love languages. I think neither one of us, like, we didn't have anything to drink. And I think we were like, not that we drank a lot, but I think you loosen up a little bit with some alcohol. And we didn't drink anything on the third date. And I think both of us were like, oh, you know, I don't think we have anything in common. I don't think we really vibe that well. And that one was one where, like, we texted a little bit afterwards and it just, like, fizzled out. And that was years ago. So I think both of us probably hopefully now, Gary, is, is are more mature. And what to have something... I think three. Is it important to have something in common? I feel. No, I mean, I think you have to have. What do you want in common? I mean, I guess like there's like a values, like whatever. Like if you don't have similar values, things would be tough. But like saying you have something in common with someone is so vague. But it could mean your banter is on the same level. It could mean you have similar interests in music. It could mean you have the same faith. Like it doesn't have to be deep. But there has to be something that clicks. Like to laugh. Yeah, yeah, and I think that. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like. There just wasn't there anything. Nothing, nothing clicked. There was nothing like, oh, that's a good fit there. It was sort of like, okay, we don't really have the same jokes. We don't have the same taste in this. We don't have the same faith. We don't have the same mo- like political views. Like there was nothing like opposites. In uh, so I many think ways. I would, I would, I, what I hear. Yeah. What I hear from that is like after three dates, mm-hmm. they're just like, like nothing rose to the surface. Yeah. That made that it worthwhile there, to continue. There was like common latching. Yeah. Honestly, it's not necessarily like, like there's nothing common. They might have been the same height. I don't know. Uh, he's, he was a great. Like, gu- he was a great guy, intelligent, funny, smart. I just don't think that like. Oh yeah, so clearly nothing in common with you, right? I'm one of those things, and uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. 
Um, no, he was a great guy. I have nothing bad to say about him. No, I just think that for us, that just wasn't there. There was no romantic chemistry at all. And I don't think I need to have like fireworks and sparks right. and huge romantic yeah. feelings about someone. But I didn't have that like, wow, I can't wait to see this guy again type thing. And I genuinely don't think he had it about me either. And that's okay. Right. So, and I, I totally get that. I'm taking issue with the we didn't have anything in common bit. Because when I hear that, what I'm hearing, if you're like, we didn't have anything in common, it's like, we didn't like the same music and we didn't have the same hobbies no and, and that's, yeah, that's a little that's a that, little like right? maybe if, if you didn't have good banter like yeah then that's different that means we didn't like we didn't have chemistry exactly i think those are di- just different things okay that your your opinion is valid in this matter i count them in the same category but that's okay Sometimes I just try to like. No, I, no, no. I'm sitting with this because you're saying you're like, it wasn't like he was like intelligent and funny, <laughs> and was, you're saying you're intelligent and funny. I said no, I'm not. And you think you are? Don't lie. You think you are? Don't lie to me. I am. So like clearly, you had that in common. What I'm hearing is you guys were boring together. You were boring together. I think so. You should have like you should have been more intelligent and more funny and made it work. Call him up. Get Gary back here. I'm <laughs> Gary! No, honestly, I, I think when I think about guys where I'm like, you're honestly like, I can I call guys a Gary now because of that date. If they're like nice guys who are, who deserve a great girl, but it's not me. I'm not the great girl that they're going to end up with. And I don't like, I hope that they have high opinions of me. Well, his name is Gary. I don't think he'll ever listen to this <laughs> podcast, but Gary, you're welcome. I still remember you. Um, but yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. It wasn't gonna go anywhere. No. It was literally three dates. It is nice. He's actually been finding a way. Three dates. Nice guy. If you're if you follow that, you're a Gary. That's it. You're a Gary. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I just want. So, sorry, I want to step back to like, what right. Harris is saying, and sorry, just like Harris. some clarifications on it. Um, no, when, you're good. When, when Harris says three dates, you're not miss necessarily like, first of all, it's like, we're not like hard and fast on like a three. We're talking about like assuming that you're going on like a date a week. Right. So we're thinking of like yeah. the timing is going to be like three weeks to a month ish, you know, three dates ish in that time frame. And I really like that. And again, going back to like first date, super casual. Cause you're literally only worried about committing for like one more date. And even if you're just like, you're assuming that you're going to do that. And it's only if like something bad happens, you have like some red flag. You're like, well, look, I like just they don't can't like do Taco Bell or they haven't seen Star Wars. Those are my red flags. I mean, it's just you know, like that's it. You know, it's enough. It's right, like, you back out. You don't. You don't have to waste any of their time, any more of their time. You just get <laughs> up and leave. You're like, you pay the bill. You should have seen Star Wars, idiot. Right, that's it. I got it. All the Star uh, Wars. No, 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 no. Just the trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, original trilogy is all I, I'm counting. Okay, right? I was gonna say that's just a lot to ask someone, especially with all the crap like the remakes have gotten. There's a ton of crap. I'm just talking about A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Sure, sure. Yeah. If Carrie Fisher's in it, uh, honestly, you don't even have to love it. But yeah, if you just you like skip it, it. I need yeah. to be able to do like a Wookiee call, and you know what I'm referencing. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of resemble a Wookiee in some ways, Harris. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, Anyways, right. to that to that end, the the last bit is like easiest bit. Yeah, it was. Uh, I haven't. I actually haven't pulled out the wiki call. In a while. Um, but so you do this six weeks thing, and at the end of six weeks, if you decide I'd like to stay in this longer, like the kinds of things, like if you're really thinking about it, the kinds of things you're going to learn about a person that you didn't learn in the last eight weeks are going to be kind of deeper things, right? You're going to be mm-hmm. getting to know them as like a real person um, in a way that you can't just in a given conversation and you need time. That's the kind of okay. stuff that needs time. So mm-hmm. if we've like presupposed that you've been in this relationship, like your first date started like eight weeks, nine weeks earlier, right? So like two months, you're going to take the next four months and just like, do it. Talk about whatever you're going to talk about. Have the deep conversations. Mm -hmm. Do it like just, you know, be in the relationship, but don't overanalyze the relationship while you're in it. You're committed to being with this person for the next four months, right? Unless of course, something like radical and egregious occurs that like lets you know that it's a no and I'm out of here. You know, like 
that's whatever. But you get to this end of, the, end of that four months, right, of like really being in this relationship with this other person. You've now been in this relationship for six weeks. And six you've months. been – Sorry, six – yeah, sorry, six months. You've been in this relationship for six months. You've like taken two extended periods of time to just be in the relationship, get to know the other person, spend a lot of time with the other person, do lots of different things. The kinds of things that happen over six months – birthdays, family holidays, mm-hmm. you know, cool times, maybe a sad time. Cool you know, times. A, yeah. Cool <laughs> times. Uh, yeah. Maybe you go to one of your siblings' graduations. Maybe a relative dies. You know, like these are things that happen over the course of six months, right? Mm-hmm. And if at, the, at, if at the end of six months you say to yourself, I just don't see myself marrying her. Like if you can't say that. If you can't say that you see yourself marrying that person, you got to get out of the relationship. It's time. You gave them everything you had. They were a solid person. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been with them this long. But you need to go. Or you are, hey, I uh, I actually really think that this is moving in that direction. You should tell them. Nah. The key to any, any relationship, never communicate. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But I think like operational security, that's the key. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It worked out really well for you. I know you're the one with a wife and two children. (laughs) Oh, wait. How did you know about them? How did you know about them? Um, But that's like, that's the goal. The idea is to have equal opportunities to spend time with yourself, figure out where you stand. And also, just enjoy being in a relationship with someone that you enjoy being around. Mm-hmm. Take the pressure off of it needing to be totally directed at marriage for six weeks and then for four months while you just get to know the person. But take time to step aside and consider if that's where it's going. You know, And if you have a nice healthy balance, it doesn't have to be six weeks and then four months. It can be one week and two months. Mm-hmm. It can be a month. And a year, I, like it's not that it's it's you know there are ways in which you can read your own unique situation. The real goal is to make sure that you're being ordered about it. Okay. Are you actually enjoying being in a relationship with this person? Yes. And are you also taking the time to understand how you feel about where you're going in that relationship? You can't do them both at the same time usually, so you have to sort of you know okay. take turns. Interesting. I'm not going to question it because I've never been in a relationship. So I'm just going to take – this is now my Bible, Harris. I'm taking notes. I'm going to follow this code, the code of Harris. Um, and I, this oh, is gosh. how I will end up in a very healthy, ha- happy, successful relationship, I guess. I'll, time, I'll say time will this tell. move, this, this like program. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This program, this program. This worked twice program. for me. Ah. It, I yeah, seriously, it's it's lame sounding, but it, it worked for me. I I uh, dated a girl for six months, mm-hmm. like very peacefully, discerned out of it, and okay. she, we like the breakup was very balanced. Okay, like she was a little bit disappointed. I think, I think, I don't know. She could have been like holding back and actually been planning to break up with me. I don't know. She didn't tell me that much, but what I what I did find was we left that conversation like very much at peace, like everything was okay. okay, and it was like a bummer that it ended, but it was okay. I then employed this a second time in my current relationship, and I was engaged after eight months, married eight months later, and a kid a year later or wow. two years after that. It so was quick, like. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't like feel that way. <laughs> well, listen, it proposes the question. I think do is. Yeah, you know, is a successful relationship only one that ends in marriage, or yeah, can you have of, multiple successful relationships? Yeah, how does it work? No, I maybe mean, your spouse dies, you get remarried. You could win twice. That's yeah. I but think I mean, if you leave or a relationship, if you're inheriting a bunch of money. You could win five, <laughs> six, seven times. Who knows? Yeah, you could get lucky. I that think way. if you're, I think if you're, they can't prove nothing. The cops got nothing. <laughs> That's I think if you're leaving a relationship and you feel really broken and hurt, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you want closure for that you're not going to get. Okay. And, 
you know, things like, well, if he or she had just given me a chance to do this, or if they had just like seen things a different way, it would have been better. You know, um, I think a lot of that comes from like over investing like early on and not talking to the significant other about how like you felt and what your expectations were from them. But if like your expectations over the course of six weeks never go beyond two weeks from now, you know, or, you know, your expectations over Mm -hmm. a couple of months never go on, no, never go beyond a month later than that. Right. Um, in terms of like planning, like you never, these are just like practical ways to prevent like inappropriate overinvestment. You get to six months, you know, you want to marry that person, tell them, get engaged that day. I don't care. But like there, that like opens it up for a lot of other things. But like before that, when you're both still like kind of growing and it's, it's awkward to, for two people to sort of do something together and have to figure something out by themselves as well. And Trying to traverse that is is difficult and usually in failed relationships, the reason why we call them failures is because we think that we didn't get what we wanted out of it or we didn't get what we needed out of it or someone hurt us or like we weren't um, done right by. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, raise your hand. Uh, go for it. You've raised your hand. You've you've acknowledged you have something yes. to say. And yes. I Harris seems to be a teacher. He understands. <laughs> What do you real talk? What do you think about the program, Bridget? I think it's interesting. I mean, it's honestly, just I'm very. I've had yeah. a lot of wine, so I'm absorbing roughly forty percent of what you've been saying. <laughs> um, but I appreciate oh, it because goodness. I think I agree with the whole, especially especially the concept about how far you plan based on how long you've been together. And I would say that people who are like, oh well we dated for five months and knew we were getting married and then did the six months engagement like that kind of thing, like, which seems fast. They're the exception to the rule. And that's something that I try to kind of talk about a yeah, lot. On I don't even know if they're like, yeah, I don't even know if they're like an exception, but those stories don't help anybody. No, they don't. Well, that's because it's if not somebody's be like, I just like, yeah. right. And you're just like, I, how do you like somebody you know, classic question how do you know you know how do you yeah. know when you want to get married to somebody yeah and I mean, so it's like well, i knew after my second date you're like thanks i don't right. like what am i That's supposed to do with that gonna happen <laughs> everyone and you'll notice that a lot of like our parents i feel like will tell us like oh i knew when i first met her and it's like that's not actually true you're romanticizing your 20 year old story or whatever yeah. And so when you find out again, like the the actual logistics of how did your parents come to meet, it was more complicated than that, more in depth. There was more to it. It wasn't love at first sight, whatever yeah. that they say it was because they're romanticizing it because they're telling their the fruit of their love, right? So I don't know. People want to talk yeah. up to their relationships a bit and make them seem like they were more magical and more simple than they really were. Um, and that's not always the case. So I don't know. Yeah, I think what what regardless of like the timing mm. of my little like sketched out timeline of things, yeah, that's not really what matters. I think I think ultimately what matters is you are both making sure that you are just spending time with the other person to just be mm-hmm. with them and get to know them, and you do take time at like you know periodic moments to consider whether or not the relationship is going the direction you want it to. Yeah. And I I think that so many people try to conflate those two. They try to like determine how they feel about the direction of the relationship by judging it while they're doing something with somebody, right? Like how many movies do you watch? You're just like, I was playing putt-putt golf and just the way he got like so agitated playing golf, I just knew I could never be married to him. You're just like, that seems like kind of a lame way to judge somebody that you've spent a bunch of time with. Yeah, you know, it's what? a lot. Sorry, should I not be taking every date to putt butt golf just to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are times when you can judge a lot of someone based on how they acted in one situation, and I think that you know it has to do with your own history and upbringing and signs you maybe ignored in the past that you gave someone a pass on. Um, you know. Yeah. So. Anyway, like I kind of say, I know Harris, you have a lot of rules. I say there are no rules. 
you just gotta kind of, you know, <laughs> read the room sometimes. Uh, don't <laughs> call them rules. A checklist They're of guidelines, suggestions, suggestions, maybe. Gosh. Okay. Well, actually, they're just questions for yourself. They're, they're questions for yourself. Are there any? Are there any? Uh, do you don't have any guidelines? So it's not part of it to like think about when you would like meet the parents or like say Ooh. I love you or anything. Like that's not included. No, that stuff like that stuff happens when it happens. I think. I don't know. Every okay. time, so I think I think I've said I love you to three women. Three women, and outside of my family members. Okay, and each one of those times, it was just like uh, I don't know, the spirit moved me <laughs> to say I love you. Like it was just like oh, yeah. it was just like it occurred inside of me, and I said it, and I think. Two out of three of those times, it I was not reciprocated in the moment. Yikes. That <laughs> hurts, I would imagine. It does. Oh, oh what's it like to but love someone? In all three cases, but in all three cases, the relationship still went on a few months after that. And okay. all of them ended up saying they loved me. So, so. No, I mean, I know a lot of successful <laughs> I never had entirely unrequited love. Yeah. Well, I know of a lot of successful relationships where the people are both mature enough to know that, like, love doesn't happen at the same time for both people. And just because you love them now and they don't love you now doesn't yeah. mean they won't ever love you. So if you're – you can wait a little bit. And if it never comes, reevaluate. But, yeah. That's my opinion. Joe, if you want to raise so your weird. hand, if you want to raise your hand, there's a button for There's that. a button yeah, to raise okay. your hand. I use um, it patiently. Yeah, I know. I, I don't care. <laughs> um no, it's just, it's just so weird to me because I don't like I say I love you. Like I I mentioned this. I say I love you super freely and I don't like think of like oh well, I didn't love them before. Well, but do, now but I do you do. mean it when you it's say like, it? Yeah, but like when you say do you mean it? I think you're assuming that like by mean it there's a lot of things which I'm not like necessarily implying. When I say I mean it, it's like yeah, I do feel like I love them, but my threshold of like do I love you is probably lower than most people. Like Harris is like, I've said, I love you to three women in his life. Right. And there, I don't know if I, I don't say it because I know like the cultural connotations, but there are probably 10 women that I would have said, I love you to. Mm. Like I, Joe, I would have been willing to and felt it and been honest about it. Yeah. Joe has said, I love you to three women this afternoon. So that's the, <laughs> Look, that's the, the spectrum we're working uh, with here. No, no, no! I, I didn't do that. I, I didn't. What? Yesterday like, I, I did. did. That's because I think about it. Like, did I? <laughs> Let's see, I was no, no, no! Yesterday was my sister's birthday, so I, I was over at my mom's house. I said I love you to my mom. I said I love you to my sister. Oh my gosh! I know it's like it's a little gross, you know. Saying, what a hippie! Saying I love right? you to your family member is gross. Ick. Ick. Grow up. Man up. What are, what are you, so some weird. child? When I say goodbye to my parents, I punch them in the face. That's what you do. That's what family does. You don't do that. That's too much physical contact for you, Bridget. You're right. You're right. I oh. look at them with a mean face. I'm just kidding. My mom listens to the podcast. Okay. You know what? I keep joking that she does. She's only listened to one episode. So I'm just prepared every time when she eventually will listen to it. I want her to know. But there's a shout out. Hi, mom. Love you. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, mom. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being my mom. Um, my I mom did- is aware of the podcast, has listened to none of them. Oh. Sorry, I want to yeah, say yeah. one more thing about the program. Oh, gosh. Um, no, I This is. I really like it. I think it's great because I think that it, it, it helps balance both people who are like just kind of like free flowing in a relationship and are just like, well, this is slightly more comfortable than being single. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Cause it's so easy yeah, yeah, to yeah. live like a comfortable life. And you're just like, well, it'd be more painful to break up. And you just, so you just never do. And people who are like, I need to like, know if this is like the right thing immediately, which yeah. I think it's, it's the virtuous mean in between the two. So I really like that. I think it's, I think it's uh, great. And it's definitely helpful to me um, as a guideline. Mm-hmm. that's it that's all i wanted to say thank you harris <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> harris, i've been struggling rebuttal. not to bring this up on the podcast for 
uh, every previous episode um, because I wanted to let you speak your piece about it. Oh, I appreciate very nice that. Nice of you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Just Not That Into You podcast. It's a little strange this week because we had so much fun talking to Harris we talked to him for about twice as long as we normally do so for this episode we've split it into two and we'll be hearing the rest from Harris next week please still don't forget to follow like subscribe review rate all those other good things if you want to contact us with any sorts of questions comments concerns funny stories or if you would like to be on the podcast you can reach us at just not that into you podcast on Instagram or J-N-T-I-Y podcast at gmail.com. It's been a real pleasure. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Had my had my nachos. I always got the extra cheese. And always had to get two cheeses with the nachos yes. because the one cheese is never enough cheese. No. And the top chips. Just, okay, who cares? Just carry on. <laughs>